Welcome to Ulcerative Colitis Autoimmune Healing Journey. I am your journey guide, Jay India, and I'm so happy that you are here because this is a supportive, positive environment where we can heal together. Please note I am not a doctor or health professional in any way. If you would like to attempt something mentioned in this episode, please consult your doctor or mental health professional first. Before we get to the episode, so far I've given you 75 episodes and almost two years of free content. So please support this podcast by giving me a five-star rating wherever you listen in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And always remember to hit the follow button so new apps pop up on your podcast player automatically. Today we are discussing another root cause of UC heavy metal toxicity. So this is number three, uh, or part three in our root causes series. And another, you guys, Jesus F and Christ, another (laughs) adverse reaction that I had this time to Chinese skullcap. The Cleveland Clinic says heavy metal poisoning or toxicity is a result of exposure to heavy metals like lead, mercury, and arsenic. Heavy metals bind to parts of your cells that prevent your organs from doing their job. Symptoms of heavy metal poisoning can be life-threatening and they can cause irreversible damage. There's a little-known heavy metal called cadmium. It's C-A-D-M-I-U-M. According to OSHA, common industrial uses for cadmium today are in batteries, alloys, coatings, electroplating, solar cells, plastic stabilizers, and pigments. Cadmium is also used in nuclear reactors where it acts as a neutron absorber. Awesome putting that in your body, huh? (laughs) A side note here before I read the next thing, and that is a pulse, P-U-L-S-E, is a legume. So it's like a bean, lentils, peas. According to the European Food Safety Commission, The food groups that contribute most of the dietary cadmium exposure are cereals and cereal products, vegetables, nuts, and pulses, starchy roots or potatoes, and meat or meat products due to their high consumption of cereals, nuts, oil seeds, and pulses, vegetarians have a higher dietary exposure. Even in the countryside of Europe, and I lived in the countryside of Europe for two years, and you think you're eating and drinking and doing everything right and everything's quote-unquote organic and healthy through no fault of your own, often it's just not. I mean, where I was living, the water was terrible. The pollution was terrible. They really didn't have very good pollution laws. So I can't imagine what was in the soil, et cetera, et cetera. So it's something where with these heavy metal toxins, you can't avoid it at this point. According to Holtorf Medical Group, heavy metal exposure can be a triggering factor for those with a genetic predisposition to gut-related autoimmune diseases. More specifically, heavy metal accumulation has been associated with Crohn's disease and UC. Heavy metals can impact gut health by irritating the gut lining. This is because one of the primary ways our body tries to process heavy metals is through the gut lining. However, as the gut developed to optimize the digestion of food and not heavy metals, these toxins irritate the sensitive gut lining. This gut irritation can then lead to gut inflammation. 
Both gut irritation and inflammation are precursors to the development of leaky gut syndrome. And we all know what leaky gut syndrome is. It is that intestinal barrier that, yes, it's supposed to be somewhat permeable, but not have these gaping holes. And that's what happens. And especially if you have UC, UC and leaky gut, unfortunately, go hand in hand. And even though I feel like I got my UC under control, knock on wood, at least for now, I still struggle with leaky gut. If I go off my diet, then leaky gut's coming back. And that's actually what happened maybe a week ago. I went off my diet and ate something I shouldn't have and leaky gut comes back and I feel it and I feel this kind of heat across my um, stomach and gallbladder area. And I'm, I'm actually feeling it now. And I know it's leaky gut. I also get internal hemorrhoids and I'll start to bleed a little and that'll happen and then I'll get it under control and that type of thing. So yeah, leaky gut is a massive, no pun intended, pain in the ass and heavy metal can cause it. Common causes of heavy metal toxicity are air or water pollution, food additives, medicines, improperly coated food containers, deodorant, cosmetic products. Okay, so I have a story for you. This is my bare mineral story. Years ago, I would wear makeup, not for long, maybe it lasted, I don't even know, six weeks, two months. It was all the rage to wear something called bare minerals. And it was supposed to be this really healthy makeup and revolutionary. And again, I, I have to think this is probably my 20s or something because it was a really long time ago. Bare Minerals was just talking about Americans and trends, as I talked about last episode. It was something very trendy, and they did a great marketing campaign, which, of course, as a young person, I got sucked into immediately. <laughs> Bare Minerals at the time, I don't know about now. To be fair, you would have to check the makeup. But Bare Minerals had an ingredient called bismuth oxychloride. Bismuth is known as a, quote-unquote, non-toxic heavy metal. I cannot disagree with this more. I find it to be very toxic because you're going to hear what happened to not only me, but others. It is known to cause cystic acne. I know of a model at the time that sued because her cystic acne got so bad, it caused scarring. I was using a bare mineral. It must have been, I'm not a foundation person. I think it was something like a foundation or a bronzer, probably a bronzer on my face at the time. It was some type of powder and I had a horrible reaction to the bismuth oxychloride. I have no idea how I found out about it. I think I went online and said, I think this is a makeup. And thank God I found out about this model story. And I looked it up. I had really bad, it was kind of like acne, but it was, yeah, I guess you could call it acne, but it was all these mysterious bumps all over my face. I stopped using it and everything cleared up. So even the healthiest ingredients aren't that healthy. And again, I disagree when they say, oh yeah, bismuth is non-toxic. No, to cause that reaction, it's absolutely not. I cannot use any products with bismuth oxychloride. I do not use foundation or powder after that incident. I went to the place that I normally get makeup, which isn't often, it's every two years or something. And I tried a foundation and it had, you know, a great name like corn silk or something. And I had the woman put it on my face. I could not handle the feeling of it, even though it was supposedly light and fresh and she sold it to me. It's so great. The smell, 
was so weird. And these were some of the healthiest ingredients. I do wear eye makeup from Face Stockholm. The reason I use that brand is it's a European brand that must adhere to European standards, which are much higher than ours. Read everything, research everything you put in or on your body. Get yourself tested for heavy metals. You can do that, as I've said, just like the last episode, you go to your local functional medicine person, your naturopath, you can go online and find someone, you can do bioenergetic testing with my naturopath, uh, and you can send in a hair sample. She's on episode 45, you can do that as well. And if you go to a normal doctor and you get tested, I'm just going to warn you, they don't have a lot of good testing for not only heavy metals and parasites, but other things that they don't find. (laughs) So it's probably better to go to a really good naturopath. To detox from heavy metals, Western medicine, of course, uses antibiotics. Holistic and natural medicine uses vitamin C, EDTA therapy. That's what I use. I talk about it in one episode. You can just scroll through the episode list and you can find it. I use a nasal spray for mold toxicity, and that's also good for getting rid of heavy metals. And I spray it up my nose twice a day, two pumps twice a day. But here's the thing, guys, is you have to go to a doctor and get that prescription, and it has to be a naturopath type of person. And also, it's not cheap. It's $98 every three and a half weeks, and I get it at a compounding pharmacy, so it's just the pure ingredient. For heavy metal detox, the natural doctors also use a variety of herbs, including chlorella and magnesium. I actually have this magnesium I love. It's from Chandika. It's C-H-A-N-D-I-K-A.com. And it's a little roll-on. It lasts forever. You can get the little tiny one. I'm telling you, it lasts like a year. And uh, I roll that on my wrist every morning because I like to do vitamins transdermally when I can. Also, for this detox, they're going to put you on a specialized diet. And the big part of it, too, is Epsom salt baths. Epsom salts, (laughs) I swear to God, they they are nature's... I don't know, nature's binder, nature's cure, because they are used for so many things. They're used for this mold toxicity I have. They're used for heavy metals. It's amazing. I do Epsom salt baths at least twice a week, sometimes three times a week. It's fine not to get too graphic if we have any straight males here, but it's fine on my vagina because sometimes people say, oh, I take baths, it's too much. For me, it's fine. I've taken it during my period, to be honest. Not a lot, but maybe one time during my period and I'm fine. Detoxing my body constantly has changed my life. So the Epsom salt baths, I have a biomat here with crystals I lay on. I do an intense sauna every week. I jump on the trampoline. I get my lymph moving. I walk. Whatever can detox me has really, it's been absolutely life-changing and it's brought me from getting maybe a little of the mold out to a ton of the mold out of my body. Let's move on to yet another adverse reaction. And this time it's to Chinese skullcap, which is an herb. Chinese skullcap is known to help with inflammation and allergies. And a lot of people use it before bedtime for sleep. 
I've never had the sleep reaction from it. I've tried to use it right before bedtime. It really didn't influence my sleep, but hey, you never know. If I take one dose, I'm fine. Dr. Pegg, again, my doctor from episode 43, she's my mold toxicity and SERS doctor, wants me to take two doses. So she wants me to work up to taking a dose twice a day. And every time I try for the second dose, I get a reaction. The first time I got brain fog, I got a headache, I felt weird, I stopped, I went back to normal. The second time recently I tried, I had horrible gastro pains, my stomach, my gut, it was just not good. My liver, that area. I asked the SIRS health coach, Ruth, who I've talked about many times, and she said Chinese skullcap can sometimes cause die-off reactions because it's strongly antimicrobial. This can include dysbiosis of the microbiome or even hidden tick-borne infections. So that's what I was possibly feeling, definitely the dysbiosis. This is why you must get tested with a natural doctor or credible health professional first and be under their guidance. If you try just taking these things, you could make your UC much worse. I mean, if you look at this bottle of Chinese skullcap, it's insane what they want you to take. They're like, okay, take two of these three times a day. You, you could really do some damage to your gut and to your stomach and to your UC and all that. But luckily, I was under the guidance of someone good who said, okay, let's start with one, try to move to two, and two is just not working for me. If you have gained any knowledge, insight, or comfort from these episodes, please support this podcast by my UC book, my meditations, and donate. All the links are in the show notes. Before I end the episode, I just want to say that next week is our last week of our Root Causes series, which I'm very excited about. So please tune in for that. In my household, when we have a perfect shit, you know, when it slides out of your body, it's the perfect color and solidly formed. And you're so proud of yourself that you turn around the toilet and go, wow, we call that a green heart. I wish everyone a green heart day.